What's up, guys? Editor Michael here. Um, I wanted to give you guys a little prelude to this next episode. Uh, you ever have a conversation so dope it just carries on for a lot longer than you expected it to? Well, that's what happened with our next guest. So I figured, you know, we'd be doing you a disservice uh, just to run this in, in one uh, episode. So uh, we're going to release this in two and possibly three parts. So uh, we hope that you enjoy and um, you're about to listen or watch part one of 411 on the Copelands with our guest, Carrie and Francis Garner. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to our channel. Hello guys and welcome hey to <laughs> another episode of 411 on the Copelands. Um, our guest today, uh, I don't even think they need an introduction. But, uh, <laughs> no, introduce Carrie. me. In case you don't know, you've been under a rock. <laughs> I need to we have the Garners. Carrie and Francis Garner. Hello, What's hello, hello. Uh, some somewhat newlyweds. Y'all are y'all are uh, y'all fresh in the game. Yeah, what, two, two years. Two years? I might as well be veterans. That's still that's two still long a, ass years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not too much. But uh, Brie, go go ahead. You usually start these off better. Than All right, so we're gonna just we're gonna introduce ourselves. So of mm -hmm. course you have me, Brittany. Hello, and you can find me on Instagram at Brittany Like Peony as well as TikTok. Um, my name is Michael Copeland. Um, I am on Instagram at uh, Mike Copeland for real. That is Mike Copeland, the number four real. See, I'm not the only one who thinks that's funny. <laughs> I know you love it. Um, and I am on TikTok at uh, Big Swag two forty seven. <laughs> no, <I'm playing. laughs> I was like, wait, what? You got a TikTok? Go ahead, Francis. Oh, what's the deal, Francis Garner? Uh, all my handles are FG the CEO. Um, uh, that was listen, an easy one. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know all my handles. Okay. You <laughs> hashtag Garner family. You will find us. If my name's Carrie, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> social media, social mm -hmm. media. So as we were mentioning earlier, they don't really need an introduction. However, I will do it. We have Francis, who has his own marketing media company he started. Yep. How's Garden. that going? It's good, man. Uh, I took a little time off uh, due to some family stuff uh, last August, but we got loyal clients, so I can't complain. Bree's going to be one soon. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Hey, we got we to gotta put that together. Um, what about you, Carrie? So... <clears throat> My daughter says my job is TikTok. <laughs> so I just want to clarify. <laughs> so what I do is, for one, we're both self-employed. We work for ourselves, which is a huge blessing. But um, I do um, business branding and consulting. So uh, people that want to be on social media, people that want to um, come up with another stream of revenue, they don't want to do the nine-to-five thing. Amen. Um, and they want to be on social media because, especially with the pandemic, we're wanting to figure out a way to ditch the job and do something that we love. So what I do is break down every part of social media, every platform, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Um, and I come up with a way to build their brand specifically for each client that we have. So. As of now, I enjoy doing it, but when I don't, I'm, I'm, out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm on That's when she goes else. to TikTok. She got to enjoy it. Let some steam off with the silly dance. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Well, I, pass, I pass my clients off to my husband when they need logos, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. So, teamwork. And, Francis, you do graphic design. We might have you design something for us because we made it on Canva and it doesn't seem quite complete. She did a good she did an excellent job, but we need <laughs> a, we need it. we need to The picture's great though. Yeah, we need a we need a great. we need a pro professional to add some graphics <laughs> in, so Yeah, we can so definitely we, do that. Yeah, we might we might be talking to you about that. <laughs> so, how did the two of you Oh, actually, you know, before we get started, we usually start off with a shot of your favorite liquor. With our shots and our shot glass burn <laughs> by the price of greatness. Yeah. Which one is mine? These, these are both these tequila, These are both right? tequila, and then we have our Hennessy drinker and our Yeah, we're, we're a brown family over mm -hmm. here, so. Yeah, we're uh, uh I don't know clear. if I should feel away because Ooh, I, and it, I'm it's taking It's not chill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and she bougie. <laughs> these are college days, okay? It tastes better when it's chill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's good to make the face. Welcome to Casa de Copeland. <laughs> That's how you get everybody business out. I'm ready train. to tell it all. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Our theme is we're going to start asking the couples that we invite on to our podcast. Where did you Where did you guys meet? How did you meet? What's your uh, What's your story? Okay, so how did we meet? Yeah, how did you meet? Well, I had such a rough day one day on campus at the University of Texas at San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at track practice. After track practice, um, I was walking through campus. And r- correct me if I'm wrong. Um, we met at Panda Express on campus. <laughs> okay. Where were you going and coming from? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we actually had a mutual friend, uh, Fudge. Mm-hmm. And so I was kicking it with Fudge. And I don't know where what we were doing on campus mm-hmm. at that time. Probably uh, up to no good. No good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she happened to be uh, with the homie Keith at Panda. Mm-hmm. We did the intro. What's up? Francis Carey, yada yada. But I think the next week she ended up going off to basic. Yeah, I shipped off. Yeah, God is good because I got to finish the whole phase until <laughs> 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 you came back. Um, and then what kind of happened was she came back, and at that time, Fudge and I were promoting a club called Ice Lounge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carrie's house was the spot we crashed at every night after Ice Lounge. Is that when you had that apartment? Yeah, when I had my okay. apartment yeah. way I off and that. cut. And so, uh, we, I mean, was. He just cool fell in love. Like, <laughs> just, just that fast. Huh? Off the get. Off the well, rip. and truth be told, like, we were really good friends and we actually fell out as friends. We got into it really bad over some nonsense that, if I'm being honest, didn't even involve me. <laughs> um, and so we didn't talk for months. Mm. And, mm-hmm. uh, then Jade was born, and that just really brought us together. Yep. Kind of how that happened. Yep. And you the... just loved me ever since. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, so y'all had kind of like a road to love. It yeah. was like I feel a like winding we, road. Winding we road. went through something that that kind of brought us together, mm-hmm. and from there, honestly, it's just been us. So. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I always. There was always some feelings there and mm-hmm. with me with this shot of Hennessy and uh Okay. Her her and I were yes. both also in situations mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Yeah, he loved me with my micro braids. And she was faithful to those two. Did them herself. Is that is that like a track braid or something? I see a lot yeah. of track people doing micro braids. It's, it's just convenient. It's convenient to make you feel like you still got something flowing. Like right now I ain't got nothing flowing. Yeah. It's just heavy like, braids. <laughs> you, when you had workouts the way we did, trying to put a wig or sew in on, it wasn't. It was gonna sweat. You never looked micro, cute leaving. Micro you never looked cute leaving. You look like a burnt little pinto uh, bean. I'm having like, resentment right now. So, because they thin or like micro braids, like more aerodynamic They last or longer. They just last. Longer. They just last a longer. Okay. But the thing is, they were loose at the end, so you felt like you had curly hair. Or you felt like UTSA you had straight hair. Um, also wasn't giving out wig money. That's true. Uh, so, gotcha. That's true. Let's put that. Let's put that on blast. Y'all yeah. were giving us shit, but we uh, made it work. Hey, but it's now forever. So this podcast has not been sponsored by UTSA. Clearly, I mean, we got three of the four UTSA alumni right here. Okay. Yeah, I didn't come um, to the picture till later. So. <laughs> well, I know. Like, just piggyback off of what you said. Then I just remember. I always knew of Francis, but I wouldn't say we ever kicked it. Like, I've seen you yeah. at the UC. <laughs> I saw you, you know, at that little table behind where the bookstore was. You was mm-hmm. always there. And then, of course, our mutual friend, Fudge. I always knew of Francis. I've been to your house several times, had parties there. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what's up, Francis? And that was probably it. <laughs> so then I remember this one time when I was there for Jade's birth. And then it was some reason I came down. I think you needed someone to take care of Jade for a test or something. Mm-hmm. And I flew down to take care of Jade. And you were like, mm-hmm. oh, on the way home, you flew we're going to stop down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Ooh. I use my benefits what for a good. good friend you the are. commitment. For good. <laughs> uh, I just remember she was like, oh, we're going to make a stop real quick. I was like, okay, cool. And then we pop up at Francis' house. I'm like, what the fuck house is this? She's like, oh, it's Francis. I'm, it, Fudge is here. Okay. And we see Fudge, but I see them all cozied up on the couch. And then they all gazing into each other's <laughs> eyes and shit. And then all of a sudden they disappear. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, she was definitely there for her weekly appointment. Thank you. (laughs) That's how I remember I got in the car and I said, What the fuck was that? She's like, What you mean? I said, I know you're not fucking Francis. (laughs) And she said, Who told you? I knew it. I knew it. You're my Francis. 
I suck because I just tell on myself. And she was just like, it's, 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 you know how we all, because I was in denial with Michael. It's, it's, you know, it's nothing big. You know, it, it's not nothing. Here we are married to these two light-skinned men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was over there every day. Yeah, lie to yourself. <laughs> I just remember that. And I I think I talked to you about that at least once every mm-hmm. couple months. I'm like, remember, I, are you fucking Francis? She's like, oh, what happened to the... No, I turned it down a little bit. Oh, you was, I was loud. Yeah. I was loud. Was in my, you was in my ear. <laughs> All of my critiques say I don't smile enough, and I. <laughs> no, I'm talking no, you, to the mic. No, you talk regularly, but you laugh loud. Oh gosh, <laughs> are y'all that couple? I don't know we, why that's funny. <laughs> that Hennessy. People are loud. <laughs> but yeah, so that's when y'all met, and I don't really remember the year. However, y'all have been married for two. You say, mm-hmm. but would you say you've been together how long? Since six. Since 2015. About right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah October 2015. Okay. Yeah, I ain't, I'm just putting it out you there. You ain't got it posted up on me. I know. Trying, 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 <laughs> trying to think of what I was doing in October 2015. <laughs> I just, that just makes me do this. You got this little bop going, that? so we don't think I we want to like know. Huh? <laughs> I don't like that. What was you doing that involved this? <laughs> oh, I, I had just got my flight benefits uh-huh. for the first year. That was first year. Oh, okay. Oh, I get right. it. I was on the move. I get it. When did you have Avery and then got engaged? How long was in between when you did all that and then got married? So Avery was born, what, April? Yeah. April 6th. April 6th. 2018. And then y'all got married in 2019. Once you started having kids, birthdays are just <laughs> It's crazy because we That's never a lot of days told, to remember. Yeah, we never told or posted about, like, our engagement. I posted, mm. like, a picture once we were engaged, but we never talked about, like, our Bria also has a segue to that. <laughs> you Francis came August into 4th. town and showed us the ring. Oh, yeah. And we were very excited. <laughs> but then, y- you know, y'all did a private thing, which is yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. But that's which, probably why it wasn't posted, because it was private. Which I will say, I did slightly feel bad about. Because I did want to do this whole like, mm-hmm. thing with the friends and all that. And I was reaching mm-hmm. out to the friends. Uh but that ring was burning a hole in my closet. <laughs> and I was like, we got to get this shit done. Because if I don't get this shit done yep. now. And it was really like spurred a moment like, mm-hmm. fuck it. We finna just do this now. All right, I feel you. But it was probably <laughs> everything. Like yeah. she loved that moment. Like, yeah, a big ta-da moment would have been good. But having it just you two is yeah. even special. Um, but I don't know. When did I propose? August 4th. <laughs> See, women remember dates like a motherfucker. I can't. I can't. You want me to remember when we started dating, our anniversary, kids' birthdays. And I want a gift. Just so you know, if y'all ever start a podcast, she will have more to say than you will. That's what I'm saying. So you always go first. Sometimes I just. Yeah, I, we started that. That's like a trend. Like, I have to go first because Brie would just. Like, what you're doing. I'll be like, and okay, then. First second of January twenty first. You did exactly. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of ands and buts, and I want. <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, I was. Uh, we were talking about um, proposing like spur of the moment, like the her. So I ordered her ring like in what was it? It was November twenty twenty, and I was planning on proposing to her. Like I was originally gonna do it for a birthday. It was going to come in December 9th, like the day before my birthday. She planned that surprise birthday party for me December 5th. <laughs> December 5th. So it was like spur of the moment. It, the uh, the ring came in like a week early. So it came in December 4th. And then like everybody was going to be there that next day. Of course, everybody except I'm for... I'm so glad to be hearing this story. Except for... <laughs> Guys, so, wait. Jesus. Wait. Let me just disclaimer... For everybody that's watching, Brie is my best friend in the world, okay? We're not just associates. Like, they didn't just find us on social media and say, hey, come, come join our in. podcast. So everything that we're talking about right now, it kind of, it taps on my shoulder because <laughs> I'm ready to be like, yeah, and I did this. And yeah, and I felt this way. So go ahead and, you know, we'll, we'll get into some things. Let's take her glass. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, it's, it's getting real in here. Uh, so it came in like the the day before the surprise birthday party. I went out with my friends, um, which was planned by Bree. Which was planned by Bree. <laughs> that, that I found out later. I'm like, I come in. I'm like, my friends are demanding for me to go out with them. Demanding. And and she's like, oh, go out. You don't need to ask me. Bye. Just go. She's like, bye. So she could plan for my birthday party. Mm-hmm. So uh, she planned that. Um, and I actually took that ring with me and I showed them, and they was like, oh shit. And the thing was, when they said, oh, shit, they knew that, like, 
my surprise birthday party. They're was probably tomorrow. clinking. So they were probably mm-hmm. like, he probably gonna do it then if he find like once yeah. he find out that like everybody's gonna be there. So yeah, and that's that's kind of that's kind of how it happened. So it was mm-hmm. like it was. I, I feel like God had something to do with that because it wasn't supposed to come for like a whole nother week. Like and it came in the day way. before his surprise birthday party in the middle of a pandemic when like her mm-hmm. mom and her brothers and yeah. everybody was gonna be there. So I'm like, yeah, that's that was that that was like my sign. It was like if you're gonna do it. You need to do it now yeah, when everybody's my, here. Oh, both of my brothers came, and that's yeah, rare. That's rare. <laughs> like, I've seen them shake hands once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just to piggyback off of that. Um, so I I'm had sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I had be a, a lot conversation of with my husband because, just to be completely transparent, completely honest, I was so pissed, you guys, because... Um, you know, we've had conversations about like what she likes and stuff like that. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I know as her best friend, like he's going to tell me before he does it. I knew you were having like your birthday surprise and all that. I honestly cannot even fucking remember why I didn't go and what was going COVID on. And the baby. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what was going on. I can't like that's how I know I'm so over that because uh-huh. I, I can't even remember. But it happened and I was so pissed but you know i talked to my husband he was looking at me like you know i understand that you're upset that you didn't know but it's also their moment they're not Mm -hmm. supposed to do it when it's convenient for you but convenient Mm -hmm. for them and then also he was like i didn't have nobody there when i (laughs) proposed to you it was just me and you so it really made me take a step back and i had to text brie um and just kind of say for one like i'm sorry i missed that moment but i'm not in a place of wanting to miss out on anything that's important mm-hmm. to you moving forward which is why so, she's been the best matron of honor forever right right girl <laughs> she deserves so, that title y'all yeah, best so matron just, of honor ever yeah, i've just tried to make sure like if it's something that's important no matter what we have going on i know you last minute you wanted to do the birthday thing for brie and i'm like okay we have to be there like mm-hmm. i don't want to miss any other important moments and just as a as a friend, you have to realize these are relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to really value those relationships and just being there, even if it's not convenient for you sometimes. So you don't have to apologize to me. <laughs> you were in the moment and, you know, that you felt like it was right for you. And thankfully, I'm so hot headed. My husband is not. <laughs> he can be just to clarify. But he was able to kind of, yeah, he was he, he was able to kind of bring me back to reality. Like you have to realize this this day wasn't about you, so mm-hmm. you didn't go and you missed this moment. Of course, it wasn't intentionally or anything like that, but it just is what it is. So how but, do you move forward? But also to add to that, it's also because of y'all's relationship. You know, Bree is Jay's god mom, mm-hmm. like. Our kid, Jay, pretty much lived with with Gigi and stuff like that. You know <laughs> yep. what I'm saying? So, like, yes, the best friend type shit, but it's also, like, that line of sisterhood mm-hmm. and shit like that, too. Yeah, so. we connect With you eat, <laughs> Yeah, but you're still batshit crazy. <laughs> and I am. <laughs> so, but piggybacking off of that, though, like, when you're married, too, I feel like friendships change. Mm-hmm. And relationships change with your family members. You taught me that. Things like that. Did I? Yes. <laughs> because, like, even at the wedding, you uh-huh. mentioned how, like, this is my best friend now. Uh-huh. And it's crazy because, and it's not anything that's, like, um, not trying to be, like, mean or, like, evil. But, mm-hmm. like, when you got it, guys got engaged, it was like, I don't want them to be <laughs> because that's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like. And now I know, like, that's your best friend now. Uh-huh. Like, that's who you're going to go to first for everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Because Brie but has so, been yeah. single for so long. But you got to think, it's like, <laughs> even uh, on Francis' side, it was probably some, some of his friends that felt the same way. So you know? the thing is, I get to hear, because again, I'm still building my relationship with Francis. Francis is very, I don't want to call him nocturnal, but that's what I think in my mind. <laughs> he just dips out whenever he dips out. <laughs> Francis is going to do whatever he want to do. He's so, so laid back. He's so laid back. So, like, I could be over there. What's up, Francis? He'll tell me about his whole life, his whole day, everything in, like, 10 minutes. And then he's, like, watching TV. Then leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was still building it. So I was still wondering, like, how was the relationship changing and things with you? So for me, uh, me getting married kind of just validated a lot of the relationships I already had. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a relationship kind of guy. So, like, the people close to me were, like, just all on board with it. Uh, my siblings, them too, like mm-hmm. everybody was just kind of on board with it. But it's it's just one of those things where 
Um, I've been blessed to just have a support system that's like, we know Francis is going to do his thing, and he's going to be all right. I'm not the one that gets all the how you doing, what's going on type oh, of shit. You know, uh-huh. They pretty much know, like, Francis is going to figure it out type of shit. So, but I, I hate that. Well, I, I wonder, I it almost that. sounds like they know you're the responsible one. Because that's how I get them. People don't really come up to me with stuff, and it's because I'm the older sibling, mm-hmm. which is, like, in the eyes of everyone, the responsible one. So I was wondering if that was, like, the same thing. I don't know if it's necessarily responsible because um, – I've made a ton of mistakes. I can tell you it's not because, like, I'm, uh, I'm the not. Baby. Yeah, I'm. Shh. And I'm, I'm the <laughs> baby Anyways, in my family. Yeah, as well, so, you know. but the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm kind of like the in the family. I'm like the one that like is kind of like abrasive. I can be a bit of a troublemaker, but the, my family still knows I'm gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, makes sense. So, uh, at the end of the day, I know how to figure it out. But at the same time, it's like you know, sometimes I can be. The, the, uh, off the, the hinges, off the hinges. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go I like that off but the hinges me, it's also been one of those things like I just don't like taking my problems to people mm. you know so uh, especially to like the people that you care about because then they start getting like super concerned mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. unfortunately we also live in an area where in a day and age where that concern there's a line of selfishness in there where mm-hmm. It's no longer about your problem. It's about how they feel about your problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've just, I was the one person that was like, I got to handle this because I don't want my problems to bleed out into other people's other people's lives and shit like that. Gotcha. Um, one of my pet peeves is when people make decisions without thinking about how it actually affects others. Mm-hmm. You know, so like... I got myself out of a lot of jams because I didn't want my parents paying for some shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Shit like that, you know. I got kicked out of school the August before I got my master's. Did you? And nobody knew. (laughs) Nobody knew. But that's because I... Yeah, you knew. But I knew I was getting kicked out before UTSA knew I was getting kicked out. So by the time they got to my paperwork... It was, or like the, hey, you're dismissed. (laughs) They already had my paperwork process and to let me back in. Like, (laughs) you know, so, but nobody knew that, you know, Mm -hmm. even as a kid, you know, I went through my little wilding stages in high school and my mom didn't know about certain scares I had until I was 18, 19 (laughs) that I had at 15, you know, because I'm just, let me go figure it out before I put it on somebody else. Mm -hmm. My mom still don't know about that shit. I think that is important or it, it's great that we have our our significant others. When you look at you two, uh, or even you, and people look at you, you guys like, I don't ever have to ask you how are you doing or what you're going through because I know you're going to figure it out. Uh-huh. Um, because now you know, you know, you have your spouses. I can go to my spouse and I can vent and I can let it out to them. And it sucks because you want your friends and your family to say to realize, hey, I'm here too. Like I'm going through shit myself. Like, take time sometimes and ask me, like, is everything okay with you? And I understand that you guys may not have always have that, but that's why I think marriage is so amazing because you always have your spouse to be able to go to mm-hmm. and say, I'm going through this or, like, shit, people don't ask me how the hell I'm doing. But you can talk to them and you can let all that out on them. So That's also, you know, with that, um, sometimes can be a dangerous game, too, mm-hmm. because um, – If you've committed, especially to something like marriage, you know, your Mm -hmm. spouse is more than likely going to be the ultimate protector of you. And that goes both ways. So a lot of times what I see end up happening is like, I'll tell Carrie, like, just some shit I'm going through, not even to put it on her, but I just, I just make sure she's aware of what I'm dealing with. So she knows how I'm moving. Uh Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I can't control how she feels about what I'm going through. So I'll tell or how her some, I act. or how she'll act. So I'll tell her some shit just to get it off of me, mm-hmm. not for her to feel any type of way or anything. But she's gonna have her opinion. She's gonna have her <laughs> judgment. She's gonna move how she want to yeah. move, and that's that can be a, a a dangerous game. But I know the intention is she's gonna protect me at all costs. Exactly. And, and I her, but and I want to do. <laughs> Go ahead, say what you're gonna say. No, so uh, no, I was saying like what I find myself mm-hmm. doing a lot of times is not like not telling people stuff because I don't either. It's either I don't want their opinion or uh, I don't want them to worry about mm-hmm. like 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 you said like bring your worries yeah. onto onto mm-hmm. other people. So there was a situation where uh, 
I like uh, I thought I was gonna have cancer. Mm. Uh, I I thought I had cancer because I had like this lymph node that kept getting bigger. So I had I had surgery on it, and I didn't tell my family until after I got my results. Right. He only told me, and we were just we were new at the time. Everybody was hot. Everybody yeah, was hot, but the thing is, it's like literally life and death. Uh, it ain't life, like you. Oh no, it but, is. But, <laughs> but but the thing is, is like if I'd have told them, yeah, so I think I could possibly have cancer. I need to get this surgery, get this removed, get it checked, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. They'd have been worrying the whole time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if I told them, hey, I thought I might have cancer, but I had surgery, got this thing popped out, everything's good. I thought that that was like the more noble way to go about it. I get both, but you have to also take into consideration, like, people don't want, or the people that really love you, they don't want you to go through this by yourself. By yourself. So if you feel mm-hmm. like it's something that big, like, they want to know because I want you to know I'm here to support you throughout the process, whether it's what you think it is or not. So you kind of stole that from them, but it wasn't intentional. But I, I totally get both sides. But next time. Mm-hmm. Tell them. But I also feel like. <laughs> I feel like men might be a little more. Men are different. Men might be a little more confident in knowing who's actually rocking with them and mm-hmm. not. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you know, I know where I get my support from, mm-hmm. even outside of my wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know if I'm going through some shit, I can call my parents. If I'm going through some shit, I can call my siblings. I can call the homies. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. So I'm very mm-hmm. confident in my support system. So I know, let me let me handle it first. If it's truly left, if it's truly cancer or some yeah. shit like that, all right, let me make sure it's that before I rile y'all up and all that type of shit. But I kind of feel that how kind of going back to the question was when it was talking about y'all's relationships, how they changed when y'all got married. Uh-huh. I can see that going on because, um, I mean, as women, I feel like our friendships change more than men do. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like men, they like Michael still has friends that he's had since like elementary school. Facts. I have one. I don't. I don't. Oh yeah. And it's always. It's. I mean, I would say on camera, it's a little jealousy. I wish I still had friends from that old. I mean, mm-hmm. my closest friend is her. <laughs> <laughs> and I met hey, her in you college. Better put some excitement into it. But yeah. it's in college. Like Bethany. Yeah, I knew her since she was born. She's <laughs> and my you sister. hated her. I just want you to know, Bethany. But it's just the fact that, like, you know. This is college, and y'all got friends that y'all known since like probably kindergarten, probably more than that because your mama was a teacher, so you knew a lot of people. (laughs) So it's just it's really cool, and I'm interested to see, especially how his relationships will change for the better or worse Mm -hmm. when we get married, so that I know what to look for. Because kind of like with the whole cancer situation, his homies, I think you told them we were drinking, helping y'all move in. They were like, "What?" Michael, like they was pissed, and I was there, and I was like, "Okay, they didn't say it like that." <laughs> but you want to know something? I was like, like, what? They was like, "Nigga." There we go, nigga. Not nigga. Michael. I was trying to be a little. <laughs> you couldn't tell, man. <laughs> nah, but I also think, like, I mean, if you're committing to marrying somebody, you know, especially like folks like me and Michael, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lot of those relationships around us are solid. Mm-hmm. So I know, yeah. like, for me, the homies were like, "Oh, bet." It's up, like, mm-hmm. con- congrats, all the shit. But they also understood what my priority now was. They understood, like, all right, hey, if if I need something from you, bro, hey, is are you and Carrie cool with it? Are you and Carrie both, hey, hey, holla at your wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not about Carrie being controlling or no sh- shit like that. It's my, my support system has that much respect for Carrie and our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, a lot of them, a lot of my relationships didn't change. That's good. You know what I'm saying? It was, they just, because they knew from jump. They knew mm-hmm. when I took her to Cali to meet everybody, they was like, oh, yeah, this it for bruh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they just knew what that was, but. That's, I, what, that's what you was talking about when you said it kind of reinforced your relationship. Early. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Okay. You know, Carrie going to California was monumental for uh-huh. me you know what i'm saying um yeah because he was a <coughs> oh nah it I wasn't think we prefer the word thought take you home nah. what <laughs> meet my mom nah and even like with the background of uh <laughs> taking her to cali you know i came out of a a four-year relationship mm-hmm. before i started dating carrie and uh my brother my one of the homies was actually getting married and i'll never forget my mama god rest her soul she told me straight. She's like, "Are you taking Carrie to the wedding?" 
I'm like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no disrespect, but it's just like, I'm like, hell no, mama, what you mean? I'm finna go to Cali and, hey, I'm gonna be back home. It's, it is what it is. But my mama was like, no, you need to take her home so she can get a feel for your people because that's who you are. And they need to be comfortable with her too. And once I took her to California and my other moms obviously had already loved her, but the homies, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah this this is it. It's like, this is it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think people realize how important it is um, for your friends to kind of give you the, like, okay with your relationships as well. Yeah. Because a lot of times your friends, your your parents, we see things that you may not see because of how you're feeling emotionally Facts. for that person. So, and yeah. to like Bree's point, when you talk I'm about Ooh, when you talk about <laughs> when you talk about having friends that for such a long period of time, you mm -hmm. know, Rail, who was in my wedding, me and him been cool since I was nine. Mm -hmm. So he's seen me as an adolescent coming into being a man, father, <clears throat> now husband, all that type of shit. So these long term friendships and relationships that you got, they've seen you go from child to a to true yeah. adult and that type of shit. So. I took her home. They they know me better than anybody. <laughs> you feel me? So when when they gave the approval, it was like, oh, bet this this is where we at now. Period. <laughs> For now. Yeah, whatever. Now you locked say, in. Say that can <laughs> hey, it depends on what you say on this podcast. So, well, one of our questions, especially and most of my questions, I do with children, just because y'all are your individual people. You know, you were Francis, you were Carrie, you were a husband, you were a wife, but you were also mom and dad. And you were one of my only friends that have three kids. So you have <laughs> kids at every stage all Man, the time. You've been busy. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would like to ask, like, what was your biggest challenge with your relationship for each child? Because I feel like all of them have different personalities, as well as Jade is at a part where she's at, as well as. Callie is the part where she's at, and then Avery, you know, like, they're all at different stages. So, so like, how did that take a turn on y'all's relationship? So, um, the actual parenting aspect um, hasn't really brought too many challenges. We're, we've been a pretty good co-parenting team, and mm -hmm. I say co-parenting. High five garners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, Jay being the firstborn, she was the one that really brought me and, and Carrie together, so mm -hmm. she's always going to have that. The trouble we had was actually during the pregnancies, gotcha. you know, oh, man. <laughs> um, especially uh, Avery, you mm -hmm. know, um, Carrie deals with hyperemesis, which is the severe nausea and all that type of shit. Um, so when she was pregnant with Avery um, and just some more background, when her and I first started dating, I wasn't like super affectionate and mm -hmm. all of that. I mm -hmm. was. Y'all, he wouldn't let me do <laughs> anything yeah. for him uh -huh. or i mean giving the situation to him <laughs> so like yeah, the like, i just want to give you a kiss be just because or i just yeah. want to uh -huh. love on you or hug on you uh. and not like he was just blunt like bitch get off me but it was just that's just yeah, it just it, wasn't him uh -huh. it was just still some some nigga ways in there you know what i'm saying um, <laughs> he was trying to fight <laughs> but then she got she got pregnant and I switched. Uh -huh. It was like, oh, I need to show you this love. Like I really okay. need to make sure. I'm... But she flipped on me, and it was the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, like, there was no more hand holding. There was, and I'm maybe in a little dramatic. I'm not trying to put it on thick. No, but, say how you feel. Um, <laughs> but um, and her and I have had this conversation. That pregnancy was so tough on our relationship. Mm -hmm. I told her straight up, um, if this don't change after this pregnancy, I'm gone. Yeah. That's how it was. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. it was, it was serious. It was legit one of them situations. Um, and again, we've had this conversation, so <laughs> it's it, not none, new. Of, this, none yeah, of this is new. You know what I'm saying? But we know it happened. It was, um, you're living with somebody, but still feeling by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, it was legit one of those situations, and then you know. She dealing with that and ain't trying to drop draws and all that type of shit. So. <laughs> I hate that word. You know, all, all of that was draw? was in play. You feel drop draws. Oh, that's crazy. Oh. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> um, so that was that was really tough. Uh -huh. You know, um, just to or just to piggyback off. So just to be a little more specific, you guys. So there was one night, and I think that was the turning point for me, where it was like, oh, bitch, you gotta tighten up. Because he not playing. So 
because of the hyperemesis, which a lot of people don't know and it's super rare, um, your entire pregnancy, you're throwing up, vomiting, in and out of the hospital trying to get fluids. Like the baby is literally eating you from the inside. Parasites. So, Boy, do I got a follow-up question with right? that? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I could not do anything else. It was like, I'm trying to stay alive. Like people literally die because of this. Mm-hmm. It's just taking so much out of you. So every, like he said, everything completely stopped. I flipped on him. All the affection that I was giving giving him just stopped. So there was one night we were at the house and I just I don't even remember what I did, but I pissed him off. It was just like, he was so fed up. He was so tired. And we were texting. He was upstairs. I was downstairs. (laughs) We were texting, and he was just like, I'm sick of this. Like, I'm done with this. And I'm laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Y'all thinking that he was joking the whole time. And he was just like, you can stay here. I'll leave. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. This nigga was not playing, y'all. He came down and left. I'm like, oh, he 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 is really following through with this joke. And then when I realized he was dead ass serious, uh-huh. I just oh, I just broke down. <laughs> oh my god! Like I don't want to lose this person, but I also cannot help how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So it was so hard. Like that pregnancy with Avery, it put so much on us, and it was just like. But it's it clicked in my mind like you bitch. I know you're going through a lot, but you really got to make the effort. Like if you want to be with this person, you can't have him feeling like he's in the house with you, but he's by himself. He can't talk to you because I wasn't trying to hear shit. Not at all. I don't want to talk about nothing. I don't want you to touch me. Don't even look at me. Like <laughs> I'm not being intense. dramatic. Like don't look at me. Don't think you getting anything out of me. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. And it's so crazy because of course I didn't anticipate going through what I went through. And Avery was like, I know exactly what we're doing. Like, mm-hmm. like we're getting a baby. I was getting ready to deploy to Africa. Mm-hmm. Was it Africa or was it Qatar? It was, it was Africa, Dubai or it was Africa. Africa. But I got called back because um, Red Cross called and my dad had passed. Mm-hmm. Like two days after Jay's birthday. Mm-hmm. So I had to go. We had to hop in the car, drive to Memphis. And but you know, when I first saw him again, I had to embrace him. But it was then <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, We're getting Trump, pregnant. Trump had me <laughs> fucked up. You, know what I'm you ain't finna control my pussy. That's what you told me. That's what you told <laughs> you me. He mine. said in the group chat, you know, he talking about he trying to control my man, my relationship. Now, fuck that, Trump, baby, man. baby. <laughs> no, and I swear to you guys, it was what, and I knew I was getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew I was getting pregnant. Not to be like too over the top, but like that was the first time it was really just intentional. Like that was the first time I shot the club. Yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, and I was. Like, like, I know I'm getting pregnant. Um, I knew it. So, yeah. So, the parenting hasn't been the struggle. It was mm-hmm. but, the pregnancy. But luckily, you know, I also knew she couldn't control it, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I, I gave her that, hey, if this doesn't change after this baby comes out, if you're still on this, I got to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because... I'm not finna sit here and keep getting my ass whooped emotionally and all that mm-hmm. type of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not not to be on no soft shit and no shit like that, but it's just like I got needs and wants and feelings mm-hmm. and emotions too. You ain't finna beat me down and I'm out here busting my ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Taking mm-hmm. care of our other kid and doing all that type of shit. And it was like, nah. Um, but that helped us for Callie when she mm-hmm. was pregnant with Callie because then you saw the effort that she put in. And, that was and I went through too. the same thing times 10 it yeah. was even worse yeah, so but. question um oh, you ain't off that hyperemesis <laughs> look here you know he likes those medical facts he gonna want you to explain the whole i think no, only no, i think only three no. percent of pregnancies or women 3%? get that three yeah. percent wow. so that's yeah oh wow um <laughs> so what like so did you go did you go through that with jay too I did. You did. You went through the But it was not. It's like every it got pregnancy worse. It got pregnancy. worse. So, Jade, I was able to take a pill called Diclegis. And I'm talking about I was popping it like Skittles to try to mm-hmm. suppress the nausea and stuff like that. But, you know, Bree and I, we fell out. Like, mm-hmm. was it while I was so pregnant? I wasn't through that. I was just going through so much shit. I was like, oh, bitch, we not fucking with each other no more. I don't know what you did, but yeah. Wait, okay. okay. I got two <laughs> things to say. Go ahead and say what you was going to say. So, psycho. So... She really is crazy. Yeah. I mean, but with we love her. with with that, like you know, you got hyper. You know, you got hyper. Were you hyper- di- high premises? Mm-hmm. That sound like you own a really like high <laughs> condo or some shit. I, I, I got high premises. <laughs> 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 
My premises is, is on the 42nd floor. No. <laughs> no um, but no. Um, so with that, like you got diagnosed when you were pregnant with Jay. So your first pregnancy, you mm-hmm. knew that. So what you didn't, you didn't know it or you didn't? No, I knew. Okay. So you knew that. So you know that like it's, it can be a terrible pregnancy. So mm-hmm. like what's like I've, me and Bree, we had another podcast today. Now, yeah, it's going to be all the show. But, um, and we were talking about like, the motivation for having kids and me and Brie were like, well, you know, we'll, we'll do it. So, uh, like what's the, was the, the, was the motivation mostly because like the whole deployment thing, or was it like something else? Like you was like, I want another kid. You wanted another no, kid to begin so with. Cause like high premises is like something that like you lot. have to, you have to decide, Hey, I'm going to go through all this bullshit again. Mm-hmm. So like, what's the, what's the motivation knowing like you're risking your life to mm-hmm. have a child? Like what's, what, what, what pushes you through that? You got it. Because, my you, husband. because pregnancy and kids don't sound attractive on these last right couple now. podcasts. <laughs> over no, these last couple podcasts. Listen. Because I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it sound attractive. I just want my, you to. My husband was the reason. It was like, I have to give him more children. Like, okay. I want to see. Starts with the shooter. I want to see like my my him through my children like and I know that having the children is because you know we're in a place of love like Mm -hmm. I love you this much and I want to create life with you but that was my motivation and even conceiving Avery we were in a moment of like we realized we were about to be split apart for a whole year and that could have completely changed our future with each other okay honestly And having Avery, it's like she patched it all up. And not that it was broken or but it was so fragile. And mm-hmm. Avery kind of just solidified it all. Like, like I want to be here, I don't want to be anywhere else. And after that I was like, I need more. Like I want another one. And I still do. And y'all tried and really it's hard crazy. for Callie. Y'all yeah, tried really we hard tried for Callie. From the night of the wedding. Yeah, yeah. they was trying for a long Eight time. Eight months. We did not get but pregnant. Like- Boy, but for like with man Avery, a <laughs> <laughs> nah, for nah, but like with Avery, um, Avery was like the real, and and not to compare and contrast the kids because they all equal equally bad too. Um, <laughs> that was such an emotional time when she got deployed, and I know for me it was like okay, I had just turned down the job at UCLA mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I. I had Jade, so I was like, I had to be a father. So I was like, okay, I got to do this. Um, And that drive off, when she had to drive off for training, I'm sitting there, first time dad. You know what I'm saying? I was in Denton. We had just opened the studio, all that. So I'm trying new business, all that type of shit. Just left my job, I think. Yeah. All of that, you know what I'm saying? So it was like life just came all at once, all on a little drive off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like, fuck. It was legit like the the movie where you're looking in the rear view. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's how it was. Yeah. They was crying. Mm-hmm. I was, was crying. It was tough. And then you sitting there trying to suck it up because you got your little two-year-old. I think she was two yeah. or three. Yeah, she, she was, was her two days birthday. from her second two, birthday. She was you know scared what I'm about missing it. You know? And it's like, damn, I got to take. And, you know, shout out to the support system, the Breeze and mm-hmm. Mamas and all that shit of the world. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, that was my responsibility. So in that it's moment, because y'all. you don't know what's going to happen on deployment, whether mm-hmm. it's wartime or not wartime, you know, it, they just going across the, across the fucking globe. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, it's like, oh shit, you a single father. Yeah. It will take hours, days to get news. You, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And and so it's like, then there was, you know, and God rest pop. So, you know what I'm saying? We wish he was here. You know what I'm saying? But that was like a real blessing him passing. Because then we got Carrie back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then in that we got you know. Avery and it just was like cool. It was so much at one time. It was so much, you know. <laughs> um, but you know, there are some there are some dark times during the pregnancy because it's just such a body transformation for the woman. But I'm just gonna tell you right now, bro. Hands down, it is one of the most beautiful experiences ever. You know what I'm saying? I would have kids all the time with Carrie if, you know what I'm saying, if if we could. Because you just get to see what that real strength of a woman is like. You know, we see women dealing with shit all day and tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Just being, especially black women, just being black women on any given day. Looking at how they rock with us, take care of us, that type of shit. But to see what they actually go through through pregnancy. It's like, man, like, 
I tell people all the time, like, I could be dressed in all red and go to a club full of crips as long as I'm with Carrie. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> we better know. You know I'm going to slide behind mine. <laughs> no, it's just because it's just one of the things. It's just such a powerful thing. It's just so strong to see them really battle through shit they can't control. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be the emotions because of cravings, you know, like when Carrie's breaking down because she wants a McDonald's smoothie, <laughs> but McDonald's is fucked up at midnight and all they frozen shit broken. Look, no, I don't <laughs> never get no smoothies or, or nothing from McDonald's no more. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's about a 50-50 like, shot. I'm so shit happy you brought that up, though, because that's what I was looking for. I was looking for this video, and I've sent it to Carrie. I don't know how many times. It's that video we're at. We, we tried not to say names. So at friend's house, mm-hmm. and she decided that she randomly pregnant and I sick as hell. <laughs> she wanted to go on a walk. Yeah. And she made us all put on athletic gear and go on a walk. <laughs> and then the whole time she's like, but I want to. <laughs> and you had to go to H-E-B. You're like, well, I think because you call her queen. Queen, I don't think the suit will benefit you right now. But I mean, yeah. what if I get the suit after the walk? Oh, be right. so dramatic. <laughs> like, but, and, and I'll tell you, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, as much as we went through, through you know, them pregnancies, uh-huh. bro, holding your kid. Oh my God, that's next. That's just next level, bro. There's just, and you know what I'm saying? All three of them, bro. I got smiles from all three of my kids when they was born. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you, in those moments, you don't even think about the bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, this my little, this my fucking dog right here. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, those are my three, you know. And like, they girls, so I, I try not to talk as aggressive, but those my little niggas in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and they rock with their daddy, like yeah. full and tough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, got Instagram yeah. videos is crazy. <laughs> you know, but like I can honestly say, like, you know, as tough as it was, I I do it all over again. That's you know beautiful, I mean, shit, we three in, so obviously I was doing it over again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but I I just feel like in life in general. If there's not some type of struggle or strife in that process, you know what I'm saying, you're not really creating value in that process. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, and it just, you know, and this with this third one, you know, uh, I actually got to see the effort. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to see my wife going through all the changes. And, you know, I think emotionally and spiritually, Callie probably broke her down the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see her fight through that and be still be like, I told him I wasn't gonna make the same mistakes. Like the loving mm-hmm. wife, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna show him love and 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 give him the stuff that he still needs. Like to me, I was like, oh man, can't nobody tell me shit about my wife. You know what I'm saying? Which true? I mean, I feel like that was a testament to y'all's love because how far? Whether the age gap between Avery and they Kelly? all three years. All so like, think three. about it. You had that fight at three years ago, and she mm-hmm. remembered it with the next pregnancy. That yeah. had to make you feel all. Not, yeah. not Francis feeling we, all warm and fuzzy inside, yeah. but it was making him yeah, feel warm and fuzzy inside. We had to really have a conversation. Really Remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had to have a conversation. Like we're not having another child unless things are going to be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so can I see went that. into it like that was my motivation because I knew I wanted more kids. Mm-hmm. Like I've always He's said, always I wanted, wanted a big three. Family. Yeah, and now I'm like, damn, I want, I want a son. Mm-hmm. And you know, you guys, and you see it. We talked about it. Like we want to, we want a son. Mm-hmm. I want to see him in a infant another form, boy you know and mm-hmm. just coming up but like you i had to go into it like things have got to be different mm-hmm. and it's hard especially when you sick as hell and you just don't want to do shit like damn this is my husband i gotta put some effort <laughs> <laughs> but one tip i will give on the parenting side is um y'all have to both give each other room to parent you know what i'm saying um a lot of times you know well, I think we're equally as hard on the on the girls, you know what I'm saying? But there are those moments where it's like, I said to do something, and they'll be like, nah, give them Ugh. some candy, and, and, vice, and, vice, and vice versa, you know what I'm saying? Every kid plays on it. I remember yeah, doing the, it. Yeah, the, the kids, they, they're <laughs> smart as hell. But you always want to make sure you stay on that mm-hmm. united front, even if you don't necessarily all the way agree, you know what I'm saying? The united front, you know what I'm saying, is more important than mm-hmm. your feelings in the moment. So there will be times... Jada, Jada, Avery try to play on that. Well, mommy said no. Let me go to that. No, what the fuck did your mom say? Mm-hmm. Nah, well, you gotta rock with that. 
Do I necessarily give a fuck if you have these crackers right now? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But your mama does. But your mama so. does. You know what I'm saying? And one thing my kids won't do is fuck up the potential for me to get more draws. Just remember, if you guys ever decide, uh-huh. like, I want to have kids, like, this is the team. Mm-hmm. Don't let them little motherfuckers try to <laughs> break y'all apart. Because when they grow up and they gone, it's still going to be y'all too. And... Mm-hmm. I think that's something that um, all couples that are having kids, trying to have kids, all that need to understand is your spouse is still the priority. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My wife is still number one. I love my kids to death. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't sleep with them motherfuckers, though. (laughs) I didn't, uh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, under God, say, I choose you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's one thing all parents need to remember is your spouse is still the priority. You know, and we we had to grow through that because she's she's so attached to her kids, especially fucking Avery. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's Avery's like, the one that was allowed bestie. to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like, hey, understand that you know I'm still first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, sign them up for whatever they can do gymnastics and swimming and all that type of shit. Think about my schedule first, though. Mm-hmm. Think about what I'm gonna have to do to maintain that and take care of them and that type of shit. I don't, again, I don't give a fuck what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a, you know, men want to say yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We want to say yes. And to all the women out there, understand you'll get a lot more yeses if you take your man into actual consideration. So with the closing here, we had Carrie and Francis on. And I hope you enjoyed the conversation because we did. We sure did. We uh, sure did. Uh, I'm going to enjoy editing this motherfucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> been two hours. We're going to have such a good time. But, you know, we thank you. And once again, I'm Brittany Like Peony on TikTok and Instagram. And I am Mike Copeland for real. That is Mike Copeland, the number four real on Instagram. On uh, Facebook, I am Michael Copeland. On on TikTok, I am Tech Tips and Tacos. (laughs) Um, And on on Snapchat, (laughs) I am... Uh, these nuts seventeen. On Black Planet. Hey, <laughs> Negro. Okay, Francis, who are you? <laughs> man, Francis Garner, man, FG, the CEO on all platforms. Oh, so, okay. So TikTok yeah. is Burner Gang five times. Instagram is it's just scary. All right, it's just scary. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. We appreciate you. Thank you. Follow everybody on everything. Uh, We are out. Peace, love, chicken grease, and holla. All right. So that was part one of our conversations with the Garners. Um, So part two should be coming out about a week and a half from now. Um, So let us know on social media. Let us know in the comments uh, uh, what you thought of part one. Part two, uh, we are actually going to cover social media. um, And I think Carrie and Francis have a a lot of insight on building a social media empire. So uh, that was part one. Catch us for part two. We are out. Uh, We will see you in two weeks.